Welcome to the podcast, Pointless Discussions, weekly comedy podcast where we pick a topic and try to discuss it. I'm your host, Paul Schroyer, and I'm joined here by my good friend and co-host, Mark Reynolds. How's it going, Mark? It's going good. How you feeling, Paul? I'm fantastic, Mark. Always glad to hear it. This week, we have our first ever return guest on the podcast. I'm, I'm pretty excited. What about you? Hell yeah. It's always good to have people come back on the podcast. Let's go ahead and bring him out. Uh, Rick Wimmer. How's it going, Rick? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, Paul? I'm fantastic, Rick. You guys might remember Rick from our Hospitals and Doctors episode we did. He played Candy Shortstaff. She was my favorite. <laughs> uh, but this week, we're not we're not do, uh, talking Hospitals and Doctors, but I guess kind of we are. In a sense, you could say that. But before we get into this, I want to do a new segment. All right? We got, we, okay. So, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I, we didn't discuss this and I'm not comfortable with new things know, just I, being thrown I, on the plate. I didn't want to tell you this because I wanted to see your initial reaction. Like when I say, like when I tell you what, it's so funny. So let's go into our new segment. Crazy shit. My wife says when she's sleeping. Okay. So the other, <laughs> the other night, uh, we were watching some Mad Max Road Warrior. You ever seen that movie, guys? Yeah. What about you, Rick? I can't say that I have, but oh. I mean, I, I get the... I've seen Mad Max, the originals. I don't know if that's a new one or it, what. No, no. Road Warrior was the second one in the Mel Gibson series. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, I have seen it. Okay. Well, we were watching that, and she fell asleep. She's falling, We watched like the first three, and she's falling asleep in all of them i don't think she gives a shit about mad max at all but anyway so she's sleeping and like i i hear her say something she goes it's it's so big and so i'm like you know i'm like hell yeah she's probably talking about my dick like yeah <laughs> i'm like what are you i was like what are you talking about are you talking about my dick and she's like roast beef blowjob and I was like, what the fuck is a roast beef blowjob? You've never had one of those? Well, I mean, is that just having sex? No. Well, it makes sense if you're if having sex, because, you know, roast beef. Yeah. You know, kind of like a little terminology for that. But like, and then a blowjob is like you're getting a roast beef blowjob. From a vagina. From a vagina. But that's not actually what it is. It's where you take your significant other, whether it be a girlfriend or a wife, you take her to Arby's, you get her a large roast beef sandwich, she takes two or three huge bites out of it, and then starts blowing you. And the effect that it gives you is it actually feels like you're fucking a vagina, because huh. of all the roast beef in her mouth. Oh, so she doesn't swallow the roast beef? When no, she keeps it in her mouth. Well, that's like, funny. Have you ever got a blowjob with ice cubes? It's kind yeah. of the same concept, okay. but with roast beef. Alright, well that's funny. So, okay, that's funny, because let me finish this, alright? <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so I'm a little confused. She goes quiet. I'm sitting there, and, and then she goes, "I, I just, I, I just want to know, like, like what percentage, like, is he Asian, white, black?" And I'm like, "What, what the fuck is she saying at this point?" Like, 
I don't know. Like it was at the part in Mad Max when they just introduced the broom, the boomerang kid. You know, the little, the, yeah. he couldn't talk, but he like threw the like blade boomerang. So I'm like, is he, t- is she talking about the boomer- boomerang kid? Like, what, did, what is she talking about? So I'm like, hey, hey, what, what did you mean by, by roast beef blowjob? And she goes, Arby's. Mm. And then that's the rest I hear from her the rest of the yeah. night. <laughs> See, she knows what a roast beef blowjob is. <laughs> Apparently, I need to talk to her when I get home. Like, ask her if that's what it is. She'll confirm it for me. All right. Well, <laughs> that's been crazy shit my wife says when she's sleeping. Hopefully, we have another one of those segments. I do like that segment. <laughs> she says some fucked up shit sometimes. But we totally, yeah, we totally got Arby's the next day. But I didn't get a roast beef blowjob. You should probably morning. ask her for one next time. Right. All right. But, okay. So, you know. I know why I'm here. I've got a shitty fucking podcast. Why are you here, Rick? My friend asked me to be on a <laughs> shitty fucking podcast. <laughs> right. And we're going to talk about diabetes. Uh, so, Rick, you've pretty much had diabetes your whole life, pretty much? Yeah, since I was seven and a half. Uh, like, why don't you tell us something about that hold on now was it seven and six months exactly or is that give or take like how did you find out that you had diabetes i'm gonna be a good hold on i'm gonna be a good interviewer this week mark i've got this i'm gonna be on point take it all right now i'm okay that includes not interrupting our guests so what were you saying rick but i mean like i Seven and a half, no, I don't know if that was exact, but like basically what happened. It's above average, Rick. Above average? What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Legal length is five inches. All right, all right, seriously, we're not getting into dicks this week. All right, I'm sorry, I'm done. But it was just, I was um, actually had my tonsils removed, and they say that like, they do all these tests for diabetes to where it's like they check you to see if you kind of carry the disease. If your body has the gene, I guess, right. The gene to make this happen. And then it's a, uh, an event happens to you. Something like having your tonsils removed. My brother, actually, he had the gene as well. And he was 18 years old, a soccer player, had his ACL replaced? I don't know. Big time his surgery. ACL removed? <laughs> like, his, a big time surgery on his knee, though. Right. Like, yeah, it was that just a traumatic his, yeah. experience, you know, that just, like, his body just said, nope, I'm done. I'm not going to produce insulin anymore. And they say that that's kind of how it works. And that was, I had my tonsils removed. I remember, like, second grade, I was out for, like, the entire year, and they used to send my homework to the hospital. That's crazy. So, the the tonsil removal surgery caused the diabetes, or you found out about it because of the surgery? My opinion, and I'm not a doctor or anything, but I, I feel like it was what actually caused it. Like, I had that kind of gene. I had the predisposition to have diabetes, and when they... Did they removed my tonsils? That was the kind of the spark that ignited made... the flame, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
Paul, you want to know anything about diabetes? Nope, I'm good. Well, that's been our podcast. Thanks for listening. No, no. Okay. So, all right. So, you're seven and a half. You get your tonsils taken out. And boom, now you've got diabetes. Like, can you describe like maybe some symptoms so like maybe people who like don't know that they have diabetes might you know be like oh shit maybe i like i heard one thing is like you drink a shit ton of water for some reason you do end up drinking a lot of water because uh what ends up happening is your body starts to dehydrate because it's trying to clean the um ketones out of your system and by doing that it's running everything through your kidneys and it's getting rid of the water and so you start drinking a lot more water um what actually ended up happening to me the reason that i went in for even testing to see if i was diabetic i was using the bathroom a lot i was like it was second grade and you know i would constantly asking the teacher can i go use the bathroom and then uh, she just kind of probably getting in trouble for that. It, it kind of, yeah. She just made a comment to my mom, and my mom was like, "Okay, that's kind of weird," because my mom's a nurse too. So like, yeah, she, she actually called me the other day because my daughter was throwing up or something like that. Right. Yeah. She told me about that, and she was like, "I don't know if he knew that it was me or I not." I did. But... I totally did. I was gonna say hi to her when I went up there, but uh, she was in the office, so I didn't get to see your mom. I. I was on the phone, like, so I'm terrible on the phone. Like, I'm the most socially awkward person ever. So I'm, like, talking to it, and he's like, hey, it's Mrs. Wimmer. And I'm, like, thinking in my mind, like, oh, shit, that's fucking Rick's mom right there. So I was just waiting for, like, the right time so I could be like, hey, I'm Paul. I'm, I'm your son Rick's uh, friend. Hey. But, like, it never really came up. I was like, oh, okay, I'll come get my daughter. Right, like, I, she told me about it, and, like, she kind of said the same thing. Like, she just wasn't sure <laughs> if you knew who she was or not, because it was just, like, she did her substitute nurse thing, like, I'm a substitute nurse at your daughter's school, you need to come get your daughter. Right, like, she was very formal about it, and I was like, ah, should I? So I was going to wait till I saw her, but I never saw her, and, yeah. So, Mark, you had a question? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. So, when you were getting the tonsil surgery, was it standard for them to test for diabetes and that's how you found out? Or did you just start having symptoms afterwards and went and got tested and found out? It was afterwards. It Honestly, uh, my knowledge of it is that, like... When I had my tonsils removed, they were actually taking a lot of kids' tonsils out at that point in time because they thought it was going to, like, fix them from having strep throat for most of their childhood. Yeah, it does. Right, right, right. But then they realized, like, they they don't push it as much now because they realize the tonsils are part of the endocrine system. Like, it's another one of those lymph nodes that's part of your endocrine system. So, like... Right. Speaking of my daughter, dude, she got her tonsils taken out. They were like the size of golf balls cut in half. Like they were huge. Like she could just open her her mouth and you could see her giant like tonsils. Like so we went in, saw a doctor. Like, hey, we think we she needs her tonsils out. They looked in it. 
Yep, she needs her tonsils. Like, it was, like, instant. But, you, yeah, she, they were saying usually now you have to have, like, legitimate reasons to get your tonsils taken out. Yeah, it has to be a kid that's had, like, strep throat multiple times in right. the same year which, before they even think about yeah, it. Yeah, which my daughter got it one time. And that's when we, like, looked at her mouth and we were like, holy shit, those are the biggest fucking tonsils I've ever seen. And all the doctors agreed and they just took them out. Like, right. I mean, of course, if they're that big and it's dangerous, then I'm sure they'd do it too, you know. Yeah, when my daughter was like, oh, I love bacon so much, but I don't want to eat it because it hurts to eat it. That's when I knew, like, she had to get it taken out. So is it impossible to get strep throat if you don't have tonsils? Uh, or can, just harder. No, you can still get it, but it's like very. You get it a lot less if you have your tonsils out. Makes sense. So diabetes. It sucks. It really does, dude. I remember. Like, it's it's terrible. Yeah, I remember in high school we used to make Rick take his insulin in his neck. So we'd be sitting on like the school bus and we'd be, we'd be like chanting it like in the neck, in the neck. And like, like all the like supervisors or whatever be looking back like, what the hell are they doing? And Rick would just be like, ah, we're like in the neck. And then we used to do it like when we would be out at restaurants, like yeah, the like, entire band, like out at a restaurant. And I'd just be like looking around and we'd just be like chanting it right like, in the neck in just, the bam, neck like, in the neck yeah your neck's just a giant muscle it's a subcutaneous needle i i was fine that's way too big of a word for it <laughs> can you say that one more time subcutaneous sub subunanimous okay anyways we can't pronounce the word but could you tell our listeners what it means Subcutaneous just means like below the skin oh. and to a fatty tissue. Like it's. So, can you get subcutaneous herpes? Is that possible? Below the skin herpes? No, no, Mark. That's not. How a, do you know? Because herpes are abrasions on the skin. So, they start subcutaneously then. What? Well, yeah, I guess that's why you got to take that medicine. Yeah. What is that medicine called again? Valtrex. Good call. Yep. Hold on, let me check my prescription. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so where, like, okay, so insulin. Why do you need to take insulin? So your body doesn't produce insulin? Is that a thing we produce or? Yeah, your pancreas produces insulin. Basically what insulin does is it carries the sugar into your cells so your cells then have what they need to actually be active it's just it's the glucose energizes your cells and the insulin carries the glucose into the cells okay with type 2 a lot of times it's the cells actually end up blocking out the insulin and the glucose with type 1 the pancreas stops producing it altogether. So, okay, yeah, I was just about to ask you, like, what is the difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes? Because I always thought, like, type 1 you were born with, and type 2 is, like, you just eat too much Mickey D's and and ding-dongs and you get it. Am I wrong about that? Kind of, but with type 1, it doesn't matter... 
how old you are. It's like it's not you're born with it because like Mary Tyler Moore got it when she was like, <laughs> like seriously, no, no, no. Look nice it up. name drop, right? Look uh, it up though, for real. Like because the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation, like she's she works with them all the time. Like I actually. I, want to or or did work with them i don't have know. sex with mary tyler moore i totally agree but i feel like half of our listeners probably don't even know who mary tyler moore is okay well <laughs> you got a better reference of them right yeah, long ben- story short no i don't have any better references because <sighs> nobody else is diabetic like it- all right well let's find out what the, the, what type one and type two is first? So where were we? <laughs> Hold on. It, basically, what I was saying was like a type one. Like it doesn't matter how old you are. Like they say it's juvenile onset diabetes, but it right. doesn't matter. You can get it when you're forty. It's just that that thing that happens, like the removal of my tonsils or my brother's knee surgery, that just set it off, and that's where it happened. And your pancreas stops producing the insulin. Type two, the cells block the insulin out there's too much glucose in the cells and they stop letting it in and it starts to mess with a lot of things in the body because you got to think a cell is just a cell it's millions billions of them make our bodies you know what i mean so now that stem cell research is a thing do you think they'll ever use it to rebuild the pancreas and cure diabetes yeah, if they're allowed to research with it properly, yes. They could cure all kinds of things with stem cell research because my understanding of it is that it's a cell that hasn't formed into a pancreas cell yet or a nerve cell or um, a skin cell or anything like that. It hasn't developed those Um, different characteristics to make it a specific cell and it can become any kind of cell because it's in a newborn or well not newborn but um soon to be newborn right um you think if hitler had his way there wouldn't be any diabetics if hitler had his way there there would just be Germans. There probably wouldn't be any diabetics. Right? Because they would just be like... I mean, I can't join the army, so... Well, I'm just thinking, like, because... Are Aryans immune to diabetes? I'd have no idea, but I'm just saying, like, their whole thing was gentrification. So if they eliminated the... Like, where would they stop? You know what I'm saying? Would, would we have, like, autism people... Would we have diabetics? No, they would put them in the gas chamber. Right. Because they're different. Right. But uh, I just wanted to say, I don't think gentrification has anything to do with genetics. I thought that was when people wore cheap clothes and hated a bunch of stuff. And then they opened stores that charge excessively for cheap products. You are absolutely right. Gentrification is like the whole hipster movement. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. think it has anything to do what with... What the you. fuck was I thinking about? Maybe you want to be a hipster. Oh, God damn it. I can't say I blame you because uh, hipsters are cool. You heard it here first on Pointless Discussions. It was fucking genocide, not gentrification. It starts with a G, so you were close. Genocide. All right, well, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back.
Hi! Hey! Hi! I'm Bob! You might know my brother Tom. He sells cars. Well, well I'm Bob! Hi! I, I, I sell drugs! Do, do you need drugs? Well, well, I sell them. My name's Bob. Hi! Uh, we, we have a special right now. It's uh, on insulin. Uh, come on, come on, and buy one, get one free. Uh, I'm Bob. I, I sell, I sell drugs. Hi. All right, and we're back. So, like, I've heard like you can like lose your foot from having diabetes. Like, what, what would cause? Like, what causes that? It has to do with uh, the circulation and like the infections like your body because of diabetes your body is less likely to fight off infections because it's trying to fight the ketones that are in your blood the the acidic sugars like because when there's too much sugar in your blood your blood actually becomes acidic um i actually remember one time i was in the hospital for ketoacidosis and um i'm not even gonna try to pronounce that Right, right, right. But it, basically, my blood had turned acidic. There were so many ketones in my blood that it turned acidic. And, like, I remember laying in the bed and looking up at the ceiling and being like, there are raptors in this ceiling. I need to get up out of this bed and save everybody in this room. Like, I... <laughs> I'm Chris Pratt. Right, pretty much. <laughs> like, that was exactly what was happening. And it was just because... Like, when, when something like that happens with your blood, it affects everything in your body, including your brain. And I was hallucinating. It was crazy. Uh, but losing a foot or something like that, it, those kind of things, they will affect your immune system, the way you fight off diseases, and then the poor circulation, too, um, can actually cause uh, for your foot to not heal as fast, and things like that. I actually have a medical-related hallucination story. When I was about uh, six or seven years old, I had a really high fever. I think it was something like 103 or something. And I was in my bedroom and I wanted to get out of my bedroom, but it was dark in there and I couldn't find the doorknob to my door. I also didn't have the cognizance to turn on the light to be able to find the doorknob so what i actually ended up doing was crawling out my window in the middle of winter and like boxers and a t-shirt and going around to my parents front door and knocking on the door to have them let me back in yeah that's the exact same kind of thing you know your, your body just goes through so much stress and it just it will cause you know hallucinations on something like that so what exactly is like insulin made out of? Like, so I mean, you gotta if you can't produce it, like, what are you getting? What are you putting in your body there, Rick? Honestly, I have no idea. I've heard it was like like pig. They use pig insulin, right? Originally, that is what they used. When I was first diagnosed, I was using pig insulin, but I believe most it's probably of just what, chemicals now. Like, right? That's what I was gonna say. Like, most of it's synthetic now. So, like, I guess you couldn't ever, like, join the army or anything like that, could you? Because if you got took captive, that'd be the end of you. Right. Like, I would have, like, my life would have been totally different if I wouldn't have been diabetic. So when the zombie apocalypse happens, like, what does a diabetic do? 
Are you guys all going to be at the pharmacy store fighting it out for insulin? Or, or are you going to just take it off of the dead bodies that you find? Like, just... Well, the problem with the Could dead bodies... Could you just chew on, like, a pancreas and get the insulin from chewing on it? I, I doubt it. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. But I, I kind of doubt it. Like, it... I think the better question, sorry to interrupt, I think the better question would be if you were unable to find insulin, would you take that route of trying to chew on a human pancreas? (laughs) The way I've always seen myself in a zombie apocalypse is, you know how there's always that one guy that dies because like everybody has to get out and that one guy has to get left behind. I'm going to be that guy. Like, look, I'm going to die anyway, so just let me fucking do it. Fair enough. But, like, what, what, like, would you try eating a pancreas first? I mean, if it really came down to that, if that situation never happened where that one guy had to go, you know, if I made it through and nothing like that ever happened, I might take a chomp on that pancreas, <laughs> but I don't think it's going to work. So, at that point, you wouldn't be any better than the zombies that you're running from. It, pretty much. I mean, I'd be eating flesh to stay alive just like they are. So I'd have to shoot you in the head. Most likely. I mean, it probably wouldn't have to be the head. Well, it would have to be the head because most likely if it's zombies, it's airborne. So, yeah. I'd probably like like of mice a minute. You know what I'm saying? I'd take you down to the creek bed and be like, oh, look at these these pretty frogs, Rick. Look at them. Boom. And I just blast you right in the fucking back of the head. And I'd probably teabag you, like, in Halo. You would be that guy. <laughs> like, I love you, man, but you're still getting teabagged. You're still right? getting teabagged because I just headshotted that shit. <laughs> right. So, okay. So, you have type 1, right? You, you're the type 1. You, what? Wait, what was the difference between type 1 and type 2? <laughs> uh, young versus usually old. Okay. For the most part, like the, it's really one the ins or the pancreas stops producing it. The other one, the cells stop accepting it. I actually have a question referring back to something you mentioned earlier. Like, I know you can lose your foot from diabetes. Can you lose any other extremities as well, or is it only localized to the foot? It's it really just anything. Like it can um, with the. The problems it causes with the circulation and with uh, your healing capabilities, if you got a wound anywhere, that that's usually what ends up happening is somehow uh, the diabetic will get a wound and it doesn't heal properly, gets infected, and then that's usually how they end up losing an extremity. So if you're diabetic and you get herpes, potentially you could lose your penis? Probably. I mean, it. I don't think that's how that works. I right. I don't know how herpes works. Like it's a so, wound. Right. Like that's what I'm thinking. Like it. It. It probably would not be good. I for don't sure. know if that's considered a wound or a lesion. A lesion is a wound. Is it? Yeah. It's a small wound. And is it like an abrasion then? Is that a wound? That's not a wound. Yeah. An abrasion is the smallest kind of wound you what, can have. What defines a wound? Any break or abrasion to the skin. 
Alright, well, we're just going to have to go to our girl, Barbara. Rick, you know who Barbara is? I have no idea who Barbara is unless what? you're talking about Barbara Gordon and Batgirl. Like, that's it. No. Yeah. Though, no. But uh, it's, uh, like, all like you know, I, iPhones and stuff have Siri and... And everybody else like have has like named their little voice like Microsoft has Cortana, so like you, your little robot voice that you talk to when you ask questions to your phones and stuff. Okay, so who's doing Barbara? Who's the people that have actually set up Barbara and are well, using her? Well, Google never actually named their search engine. It's just Google Search, so they never gave it a name. And they, we, on one of the episodes, we read like the press release for like why they never named it. And it was, it was pretty dumb. So we named it. We decided we were going to give her a name. So we named her Barbara. So now let's go to our segment. Barbara knows best. What is the definition of a wound? Wound and injury to living tissue caused by a cut, blow, or other impact, typically one in which the skin is cut or broken. So, according to Barbara, it has to be, like, caused by something. So, technically... Well, yeah, herpes would be the cause. What is the definition of a lesion? Lesion, a region in an organ or tissue that has suffered damage through injury or disease, such as a wound, ulcer, abscess, tumor, etc. Or herpes. Very similar, though. It is, but the difference is caused by the disease. Wound didn't have anything caused by a disease. So uh, my take from that is like a wound is like something that you inflict upon yourself. Whereas a lesion is something that can just form from little bacteria motherfuckers in your... So you can't lose an extremity from diabetes if you have a lesion, ultimately. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, Dan, who was on the episode last week, his neighbor uh, got some kind of lesion on his foot and it got infected and he has diabetes and they ended up cutting his foot off because it just was unsavable. So so back to my original point. If you get herpes and have diabetes, you can lose your dick. No. You heard it here first on Pointless Discussions. <laughs> Said by Do Mark. not get an STD if you have diabetes. We are not doctors. Or just don't get an STD. Like, that's my well, advice. Yeah, that's like, good... just saying, you know. <laughs> but especially if you have diabetes. Right, right. All right, well, let's go to another commercial break, and then we'll wrap things up around here. Does it burn when you pee? Do you have strange abscesses forming around the corners of your mouth? Well, I can't help you because I, I'm Tom and I sell cars. Hi. Uh, if, if you need a new Scion, I got plenty of them. I still haven't sold any of those motherfuckers. Why don't you just buy a fucking Scion? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, come on down and uh, buy, buy, buy a car. I'm Tom. I sell cars. Hi. 
All right, and we're back. All right, well, I think that's going to pretty much do it for this week's episode. Uh, Hitler would have killed you, Rick. I think that's what we really learned from this. And stem cells will save everyone. Yeah, they would, though. I don't understand. That was Bush's doing, wasn't it? He was the one that was like, no stem cell research. Right? My opinion, it's... It doesn't matter who it was that signed it, because somebody else told them to go make that a law. Like it, it right? People behind the puppeteers. But so then, to speak. like all right. these like European and other countries are doing all these amazing things, like growing an ear on the back of a rat, and right. That's like I saw something on Facebook today about the that's legit. You should like, totally believe that. Yeah, right. I mean, of course, because it was on Facebook right. and everything is on the true. internet is true. It's true. Well, yeah, you can't lie on the internet. You Everyone can't lie on that. a podcast either. Right. So it's like, you know, it has to be true. But honestly, it so, I could see something like that working so, just like it could cure a lot of But what did you what did you see on Facebook? What did you see on Facebook? Uh, basically a quadriplegic and they put stem cells into his spine in some way or another i do through his butthole yeah i was just about to say probably anally actually usually they like make a cut in your like thigh and then they go up through your thigh for shit like that it's to crazy. get to your spine yeah it's crazy like they don't like go directly to it it's usually like they make a little incision on your butt your little tiny butt cut and then they go in the butt cut Right to the... Okay, so you're talking like on the back of the thigh. I have no idea. Because when you said it, I was thinking like the inside or the Well, top. yeah, the, it's like, usually like the top of the that? thigh. It's usually the top of the thigh. I just thought put, butt cut sounded pretty cute, so I just said it. You would. <laughs> so they put stem cells in a quadriplegic and he could walk? Is that what you were saying? It didn't say that he could walk, but it said that he got some use... Of his arms back. So it's like, it's not saying oh, like, oh, it cured him completely, but it is doing something to help something somewhere that people have no idea to, how to fix otherwise. Right. So he went from quadra to para, pretty much. I wouldn't even say para, but like he did so have some. So nothing happened? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's more of like, he did have some function. I, I don't know how they like rate these things because i'm sure they do because they're insurance and they're doctors and they're assholes so they do rate like what level of paraplegic you are so i don't know what level he's at but yeah he now has motion with his arms my only question is how much stem cells does someone have to mainline before they regain use of their penis if they're quadriplegic well that's to say they lost use of their penis I'm pretty sure if you're quadriplegic, you can't use your penis. Well, if you're quadriplegic and would like to tell us how your penis works, you can email us at pointlessdiscussions at gmail.com. So, like, okay, so you're talking, like, straight up into the vein. That's another question I wanted to ask you. When you shoot up your insulin, is it, like, straight into the vein, or do you got to, like, put it into muscle or fatty tissue? It just goes into tissue. I mean... 
the way your body works is it's like skin and fat then muscle you know what i mean so at least i'm pretty sure that's how it works i'm not 100 percent on that but here hold on Right. Rick, hold on, Rick. Put your arm up on the table. Why don't you just ask Barbara? No, no. Like, come on, no. test it. All right, all right, all right. Well, Rick, put your put your arm up on the table. All right, Mark. Uh, grab grab that that little electric carver that we usually cut up the turkey with at Thanksgiving. All right. All right. We're just gonna slice your arm open real fast. So here we go. Why would you cut my arm? Like, this is not... Ah! Right, you're going to make me lose my arm for real. Right. It's just the lesion. You can't lose an extremity from a lesion. I think we did. We found out, yes, you could. But, um... Alright, peel that skin back there, Mark. Alright. Alright, well, that's gross looking. What are we trying to find out again? <laughs> Uh, oh, what? oh okay so yeah so we got the skin okay so there's your muscle all right uh here here uh use this fork and kind of like pry those muscles out the way oh god the noise that's is pretty just nasty. disgusting like that sounds like my juicy pinky almost like that's pretty gross yeah uh, no muscles made that noise all right so i see some yellow stuff and a lot of blood's coming out right now. And yeah, you might want to go see a doctor after this. All right, we're done with this. This I'm sorry, Rick. I don't know what we were trying to prove, but your arm's fucked up now. Right, like I need some staples. Like anybody oh. with a swing line. Hold on, here we go. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. All right, Mark, put the put put everything back. All right, here's here's the staple. Would a regular staple work? Because that's all I got. Yeah, I have like an office stapler. I don't really have a staple. It's cool. Just use it. All right. All right. right. Well, it's it's still kind of falling apart, but that's about as best as we can do. I mean, it's not bleeding as much anymore. Look, I I know a doctor. He put my pinky back on. He can fix that up pretty good. I think it might be. Not bleeding as much. All right, well, we better end this before Rick passes out. Uh, Rick, thanks for being on, and I'm sorry about your arm. Thanks for being a good sport. I'm sorry about the diabetes. Right, I'll I'll keep you posted. (laughs) All right, well, that's been Pointless Discussions. I'm Paul Schroyer. And I'm Mark Reynolds. Helicopter that dick, hello. Good night. I'm right. If you want to learn more about type 1 diabetes, visit www.jdrf.org. Like us on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PD underscore podcast and Facebook, Pointless Discussions Podcast. You can always email us at pointlessdiscussions at gmail.com. What the hell? Usually, everything we talk about ends up going back to gifts. So, finally. Did you record that?
This episode was edited by Josh Schroyer. Produced by Paul Schroyer. Executive producers Mark Reynolds and Josh Schroyer. This has been a Magic Squirrel production. The squirrel was magic! Right.